Welcome to the Academy Podcast, a podcast dedicated to sharing rich content for the purpose of spiritual growth. The Academy Podcast is brought to you by the Academy for Spiritual Formation, an international ministry of the Upper Room. The Academy is dedicated to creating safe space for people to connect with God, self, others, and creation for the sake of the world. To learn more about our five-day and two-year retreat offerings, visit academy.upperroom.org. I'm your host, Claire McKeever Burgett, and I serve as the Associate Director of the Academy. I'm also ordained clergy, a birth and postpartum doula, a yoga, dance, and movement instructor, a writer, a mother, a partner, a friend. We're glad you're here. In this month's episode, we hear from Amy Oden on the topic of hospitality as a spiritual practice. Amy offered the following teaching at a five-day academy in Florida in March of 2017. Amy holds a PhD in religious studies from Southern Methodist University. She has served on the faculties of Oklahoma City University and Wesley Theological Seminary, where she also served as dean. Amy is currently the visiting professor of early church history and spirituality, St. Paul School of Theology at Oklahoma City University. Born and raised on the prairies of Oklahoma, Amy has found her spiritual home under the wide open sky. As a spiritual director, her passion is to introduce spiritual practices that can ground and nourish lives for justice in the world. Amy's teaching invites listeners to offer radical hospitality to themselves, God, others, and creation, and to live openly and expansively in the love and welcome of God. Listen on, beloveds, and enjoy. So what is gospel hospitality? Welcoming people into abundant life, into the good news of abundant life. And sometimes that means welcoming strangers we don't know into abundant life, and sometimes it means welcoming strangers we do know into abundant life. There are folks sitting in our pews who have not experienced abundant life. There are parts of ourselves that have not experienced abundant life, right? So we can think pretty broadly about welcoming into abundant life and God as the source of that welcome. I think that's another confusion we have. Um, and part of the reason we're so anxious about hospitality is because we think it's something we have to manufacture. Right? We have to make hospitality happen. We have to figure out how to do it right. That's often how we feel. And I, and I know if we think about that for very long, we again, sort of back up and back into God's open arms, which is the source of our welcome. We cannot conjure and manufacture welcome. We don't have the power. What we can do is live in God's life 
in such a way that we extend God's welcome in our own being, in our own living, and in our communities. And so we have to shift our gaze here from ourselves and our anxiety about our performance to what God is doing. That God is always welcoming all of creation into the divine life. Every nanosecond. I look to the story of the prodigal son in Luke 15, which is often what we call that story. I call it the story of the two lost sons. Um, and you, through that story, begin to look at the different kinds of welcomes that different ones of us experience. So here we have two well, excuse me, two welcomes. Um, the younger brother, who sort of comes to himself, right, is, acknowledges the here that he is in, right, his present reality, and speaks the truth of it, um, and is welcomed in this extravagant way in the midst of it. And then the older brother, who also has a welcome, it is always the more stunning and extravagant one to me that the father says to the older son, everything I have is yours. Now, you know, Jesus is telling this story to an audience that gets it, mostly. That gets it that the father in this story is the God of the covenant. And for the God of the cosmos to say to me, to you, to any of us, everything I have is yours. That's pretty stunning. I am always with you completely reframes our understanding of sovereignty. That that's what sovereignty is, is all that I have is yours. I am always with you. And the older brother, who is equally lost, right? The younger brother is lost in, in uh, desires. And the older brother is lost in duty. Equally blinded. It's, it's sometimes helpful just to think about who you identify with. Um, probably we identify with both um, in different times in our lives or sometimes even at the same time. But, but perhaps if, ne if neither brother, who, what kind of welcome of, do you identify with? How has God welcomed you in a way that you can identify? Um, Anne Lamont in Traveling Mercies describes the welcome she received from God, and it's much like the younger brother. She says, when I went back to church, I was so hungover that I couldn't stand up for the songs. And this time, I stayed for the sermon, which I thought was just so ridiculous. Like someone trying to convince me of the existence of extraterrestrials. But the last song 
was so deep and raw and pure that I could not escape. It was as if the people were singing in between the notes, weeping and joyful at the same time, and I felt like their voices or something was rocking me in its bosom, holding me like a scared kid. I took a long, deep breath and said out loud, all right, you can come in. And this was my beautiful moment of conversion. Some of us have had that experience of welcome and of conversion, of being lost in things we thought would take our pain away, and we ended up with broken hearts and broken lives. And some of us are more like the older brother. Henry Nowen, in his book on the prodigal son, describes his own experience of being welcomed by God. And he says, for most of my life, I've struggled to find God, to know God, to love God. Now, I wonder whether I've sufficiently realized that during all this time, God has been trying to find me, the Father, you know, looking for us to come, trying to find me, to know me, to love me. The question is not, how am I to love God, but how am I to let myself be loved by God? God is looking into the distance for me, trying to find me, and longing to bring me home. I think of the older brother so focused on being right, being responsible, who is not able to let his dad love him, or to see the love that was available. I think for many folks in mainline Christian congregations, they may have more of the experience of the older brother than the younger. They go to committee meetings. They show up for church. Mm -hmm. They do their Bible study. And then they wonder why the animals of the world get all the attention. Mm -hmm. you know, nobody made a movie about me. I'm just loving God and neighbor and keeping on, keeping on. And so, can be equally lost and not an abundant life because we're really busy being good. I want to be careful not to vilify that. There is virtue in those practices. And yet... God is saying to us, the God of the cosmos of every solar system that we don't even know about yet, everything I have is yours. I am always with you. God's welcome. What is your story of God's welcome? When you think about the ways God has welcomed you, 
it, it might look a lot of different ways. It might look like being welcomed into a new life, into a reconciled relationship, maybe with a family member, a spouse, a child. It might look like mercy. It might, it might look like forgiveness. Your story of God's welcome might look more like dying, letting go, releasing something, letting something in you or in your life go in order to find abundant life. When you think yesterday about Wilkie's discussion, are you stuck or are you rooted, right? To, as we begin to examine unfulfilled dreams or you know, what is it that we let go of that frees us for abundant life. So welcome, God's welcome can look like that. Mm-hmm. Or it might look like healing and restoring into abundant life. In Eugene Peterson's translation um, of 2 Corinthians 6, he translates it this way, Dear Dear Corinthians, I can't tell you how much I long for you to have this wide open, spacious life. We didn't fence you in. The smallness you feel comes from within you. Your lives aren't small, but you're living them in a small way. I'm speaking as plainly as I can and with great affection. Open up your lives. Live openly and expansively. So for me, God's welcome is into the wide, open, spacious life. When Amy asks, what is your story of God's welcome? I can't help but think of a recent poem I wrote that first found me in my dreams. All night long, or so it seemed, I recited a line of the poem over and over and over again. Forgiveness is for you. When I woke the next morning, I immediately found a pen and paper and wrote the poem down. God's invitation to me in word and rhythm, verse and song. Sometimes you must forgive without fanfare or sign, without the other person knowing, without. Forgiveness is for you, after all. It's the gift you give yourself after a long season of letting go. It's the allowance and the surrender, the healing and the hope. No longer about who's right and who's wrong, it's the mature sibling in the family system who no longer cares who sits where or who mom and dad love more. The only care in this new world is freedom and joy, softening and love, gratitude and grace. It's the knowing that when we're talking about love, there's no more, no less, there's simply lavishly love forgiveness is personal it's not about the offender it's about you 
and what your soul, your mind, your body need. So open fully to the sun and bow down before the moon and let both the dark and the light take you. God's invitation to hospitality and welcome looks like this poem for me. An ever-present invitation into the wide, open, spacious life of forgiveness and love. To hear more from faculty like Amy Oden, who are spiritual directors, pastors, professors, authors, and experienced pilgrims and practitioners in the area of spiritual formation, join us at the next five-day or two-year Academy. For more information, visit academy.upperroom.org.